purpose of life group, and we didn't finish. And we still are going to finish, though. Uh, I would like to get finished anyway. Uh, first, I'd like to thank uh, also everybody that took the time out to come out here this morning early to share together, to fellowship together. And, and I'd like to thank Pastor also for entrusting, you know, such a wretch as I to stand before you to share the word, to teach the word, to share life experiences, to share the power of life groups. Last week we did the purpose of life groups, and today we're going to do the power of life groups. And I dare to say you only see the power of life group through the purpose. Amen? You only see the power of life groups through its purpose. Amen? Somebody, we got, uh, we're going to read Hebrews 10.25. It's really important that we read that together. Amen? Read Hebrews 10.25. Because it kind of sets the tone for everything that we're doing. It kind of sets the tone. It's really important that we set the tone. Amen? We're going to read Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. And if someone has it and they're ready to read it, please read it. I would really, really appreciate that. Because uh, we want to do this together. Hold on. Matter of fact, before you read it, I know that Brian is going to bring a microphone out for the person that's going to read it so that you can be heard. Don't worry about the mics. The mics are really not for you. The, mics, the mic is for the podcast. So that when, uh, when I'm speaking, the podcast that we're recording, they can hear everything. And this way, if you ask someone to read something or say something, if you're not saying in the microphone, it's not going to be recorded. Uh, one thing that we do do is uh, when you do say something, if they don't hear you, I'll repeat what you said anyway because I want it to be heard. I want it to be uh, preserved. Amen? I know he's going to bring this mic out here because I'm trusting that he will. Is everybody looking over there at him? I knew it. Praise God. See, there's miracles going on. There you go. Somebody's reading uh, Hebrews 10, 25. Amen. We're going to read Hebrews 10 and 25. <clears throat> behind you, behind you. Or in front of you. Anywhere. Anywhere. Morning. Hebrews 10, 25. Amen. Not forsaking the assembly of yourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It says, you know what? I like the way the approach that the Word of God took, because it says not forsaking the assembly of yourselves together. It didn't say you should assemble together, because or, or it would be nice to assemble together. It says not forsaken for a purpose, because when you do not assemble together, you are taking something from yourself. You are removing something that God has for you. You're removing opportunity for God to bless you. You're removing opportunity for testimony to, to move you to a place where you, where you can go. Last week, we, we went over the, uh, the four R's. And if anybody knows what they are, you can share them. And then we can go over them. And as you share them, if you don't, and, and, and if you don't, if, if, if you didn't take notes next, last week, don't worry about it. I got mine. At least I got most of mine. Amen? The four R's. Four R's. The first R is reach. Amen? The first R is reach. One of the purposes of the life group is that we can reach one another, that we can reach people, that we can reach people of the whole world with the word of God. Amen? That we can reach people as in John 17, 6, 9, 10. Jesus, uh, Jesus uh, it says, the word gives comes in John 17, 31 times. Amen? Yeah. No, 17 times. And out of those times, 13 of the times, it was God talking about the gift that he gave to us, the gift of Jesus Christ. Amen? So God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? He gave us a gift to reach us. He gave us his most precious gift to 
to reach us. The importance of life group isn't about just getting together, just fellowship and just coming together. We, gotta, we are given of ourselves to reach someone else. Because when we get to this power of the life group, when you give of yourself, someone is expecting something. When we come together with life group, we come together with expectation, right? So when you know that you're going to reach someone, and sometimes, sometimes, you know what? I don't know about y'all. If there's an antisocial person, if you kind of stay home, you stay by yourself, you don't get out much, guess what? Pandemic did that to a lot of us. And, and, and it's still doing it. The numbers are still up. We're still staying home. We're still wearing masks. We're still being, being protective. Well, <clears throat> our life group, even, if, even when we do it on Zoom, we're coming together. We're fellowshipping. We're sharing. We're laughing together. We're crying together. We're eating together. I know sometimes when, you're on the, uh, when we was on the Zoom, some people you see them, when they take, self, take the camera off, that's because they're eating. They don't want you to see the food go right in their mouth on the camera. Then they'll see the back of your teeth, how many roots you ain't got. No, nah, I'm joking. But I'm just saying. But when we come together, even that way, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing because then that, that opens up the power. You're able to, to reach someone and someone is able to reach you. Amen? And John 17, 6 says, I have manifest the name unto men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them to me, and they have kept thy word. That's Jesus Christ speaking. And he's talking about the Father who gave you to him. Amen? That's how good God is. See, when, 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 when Jesus Christ came and died on the cross, when God gave up Jesus Christ, the sacrifice on the cross was not the first sacrifice. Do you all know that? It wasn't, it wasn't Jesus' first sacrifice. Have you guys ever heard of anybody leaving heaven and coming back down to earth? Once I get there, I can't help you. I'm going to pray for you. Can't wait till you get there. We go party when you get there. Amen. We go party in the day. See, Jesus Christ left heaven. Jesus Christ left the holiness, the perfectness, the love, the power, the awesomeness, almighty power in heaven. To come down and put on an earth suit as a babe to give you eternal life, to give me eternal life, to give us a chance. That's the power of reaching people because when you reach people and they give you something, you can, you can get it back. Amen? See, the Father gave his son to reach us. He gave us his word that we can reach the world. Amen? And it's funny how, how we talk about, let's go to... Uh, John, somebody, we're going to go John 1. That what I want. John 1. The Father gave his son that he, that, that he may reach us. And he gave us his word that we may reach the world. John 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things that were made by him, and without him not anything was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Amen? So the Word was the gift, and Jesus Christ was the Word. Amen? And if you don't understand that, in your Bible, did somebody else find that? In the beginning, did y'all see that word, word, in your Bible? Can you look at it? Amen. Where's the microphone at? You got to say it in the mic. What is, what is significant about the word, word? Give me the mic. It's right here in the front. Yeah, we'll get up with it. Act like it now. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What's significant about the word, word there? The fact that it's capitalized. Amen. It's capitalized. See, when you see the word word capitalized, or you see uh, holy capitalized, or you see, or you see Lord capitalized, or you see God capitalized, because every every word, every uh, word that says God in the Bible is not capitalized. Because if it's talking about other gods, false gods, it's not talking about the Almighty God. When you see word capitalized, it's talking about Jesus Christ, God the Son. 
when you see Holy Ghost capitalized or Spirit capitalized or Ghost capitalized, it's talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. When you see those words capitalized. And this is, this is just Bible antics, but it's good to know. Amen? It's good to know. Because uh, are, there, are there other spirits out there? You, gotta, you better believe it. You better believe it. I, uh, I'm going to share something with you. I, I, I shared this in, in Sunday school, not Sunday school, in Bible study a couple weeks ago. I learned something. And you know what? We're never too old to learn, right? But I learned something that I didn't know. Now, anybody ever have a class ring? In high school, did you get a class ring? Did you get a stone on there? What color was it? Amethyst. Is that the purple stone? Yes. Just like mine. No, that ain't mine. Let me tell you why. Because what I didn't understand then, that I know now, that people worship crystals. Yes. So if when we say amethyst is our birthstone, we actually worship in a God. Wow, a small G-O-D. I didn't know that. I didn't know that worshiping crystals was was worshiping. I just thought we just had a birthstone. But I guess that's the same thing as thinking that, oh, I just got a sign. You know, somebody asked me, what's your sign? My sign is Christianity. My sign is Jesus Christ. My sign is the cross that saved me. That's my sign. We're not going to worship no foolishness. You understand what I'm saying? So, and, and you know, it, 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 it gets deep because, uh, and, and what you don't know, what kind of harm? I was working at somebody's house, and they had all these statues of Buddha all over the house. I was shaky, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, golly, do they understand this? Because a person claims to be a Christian. Oh, that's just beautiful art. No, that, that, that is a false god. You got idols all over your house. I couldn't help myself. I might not have got paid. But I couldn't help myself. It wasn't about the money then. I didn't want to work there. Amen. And, and, and the person really did, was like, oh, well, I didn't know. They just look beautiful. I said, so that's why you got them in every room in your house? You think that God is, you know, that, that, that something is messing with you? If you got to put, this is the most beautiful thing you want, and all the rooms, I didn't go into all the rooms. I'm just saying all the rooms I saw had it. Amen? So, so we, need to, we need to know things. And guess what? That's the purpose of a life group coming together, that we will learn things that are not just common learned. You can talk about, guess what, if, if I seen somebody and they had something in the house, or just like me sharing this, and we come to a life group and I share it, then we got something to think about. How many times we go home and find something at our house that we probably shouldn't have up? Hmm, don't tell me your business. But look, it's really important. And if anything you got questions about, you know, sometimes in Sunday school, we may not want to speak up. In church, we probably don't get the chance to speak up. The power of a life group, you can speak up. That's the power of life group. And it's, it's, I'm going to say it's almost like Bible study, but, but Bible study on steroids. And I'm not going to just say it's better. I'm just saying Bible study is wonderful in that we can question and that we can, we, we can, we can grow together. We can learn together. The Bible, the, the, a Bible study teacher learns from the student. Amen. Because some questions that you pose, they say, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. But next week, we're going we gonna to figure that one out. We gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come here with, with some Bible to share with you. And it's so important that we're going to learn this in life group is that it's not just about our lives and ourselves. It's about the word of God. Amen? It's not, yes. You got the mic. I have a question. Yes. Going back to what you said about the lady and the things she had in her home, those idols. Yes. How did she react to it? And did she change it or anything, you know? I have no idea. Okay. You know what I mean? I planted the seed. <laughs> In fact, I ain't going back. I'm not going to say what I ain't going to do or what I'm not going to do. Who knows what the Lord may you know, call me to do. Or they may call me and, and, and confirm about the, the idols. But no, I don't know. I don't know. But, and, and, and I'm glad you asked that. It's important for us. The things that we do out of sharing Christ, out of sharing our lives with someone with Christ, the fruit doesn't belong to us. That fruit belongs to God. Amen? Amen. We're going re- to, uh, what it says, produce fruit that remains. It's perpetual when, when it's God's fruit. And, and what do I mean by that? The 12 apostles, right? When they were sharing the word of God, when Paul, the 13th apostle, he is, did you leave that stuff alone, sir? 
the 13th, <laughs> the 13th apostle that he is, right? I know when he, when, when he was out slaughtering Christians, he never thought that he was going to write more books in the New Testament than anybody else. When he was out there attacking the church, he never thought that, the, that, that God would use him. But see, and, and, and this is a, another thing about life groups that I love, right? God don't change who you are. Amen? If you, if you was a big mouth in the world, you're still going to be a big mouth just for the Lord. We need that. Amen? We need somebody to show up and, 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 and speak out and make some noise for God. Amen? If you was a gossiper in the world, guess what God can use you to do? We can use you for media. Come on over here so you can get, you, we know, I know one thing. If I tell sister so-and-so, she's going to tell everybody. Amen? It's so important. It's so important. God don't change who you are. He changed what you do with you. Amen? He changed what you do with you. Because sometimes we wonder, wonder what's wrong with us. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You just don't know what to do with you. Amen? So that we can put our, put our eyes on, on the Lord. Oh, oh we, oh, we got to go. Reach. Because we are. And next we're going to. Uh, here, I'll take that microphone. She's stuck it in the pocket. We got to watch her. <laughs> Tim told me about Sister Val. <laughs> there. Reach. So we got to reach people. The next thing, once we reach them, we got to what? Restore some people. Amen? Some people got to be restored. Some people got to be restored. Restore people that drifted away from the Lord spiritually. You know, I don't want to go so far as to say, you know, we're going to restore the backsliders. God is married to the backslider, not me. If y'all see T acting up, tell her straight now. Nah, I'm joking. (laughs) But we got to restore folks. Some people, when they go through or, or, or they got hard times, or if they do something wrong, they don't want to come to the house of God. Amen? If their feelings get hurt, they don't want to come to the house of God. You come, it's so important to restore people. And that when they come to church, you know, some people say, oh, sister so-and-so didn't speak to me. Right? What do we always say to that? Come on now, speak up. Amen? Speak up. Did you speak to her first? It's really important. And that's, what, and that's what we're about, restoring one another, building one another up, edifying one another. And that's one of the, the next, our life, the life group is restore. Amen? We restore, restore one another up. We can go in, uh, into Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. It says, has thou not known, has thou not heard the everlasting God, the Lord God creator of the heavens, the earth fainteth not, neither is weary, no searching of his understanding. He gives, he gives power to the faint, to them that have not, that they might increase in strength. Even the you shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall even fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen? Shall mount up like wings of eagles, and shall run, not be weary. Shall walk and not faint. Amen? Mount up with wings of eagles. We talked about eagles last, uh, last week. Amen? You know, the storm, storms of life can sometimes hurt us can scare us. The reason, it's a reason why they use eagles in here. When the eagle runs into a storm, he don't run from the storm. He rides on top of it. No matter how heavy or how hard, how strong the storm goes, guess what the storm does? Pushes him higher. Pushes him higher. Amen? Don't let the storms of life hold you down. And, 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 and part of the life group uh, power in the purpose of letting you know that you're not going through your storm by yourself. You don't have to. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you don't have to go through your storm by yourself. That's part of the power of the life groups, amen, of us coming together, small groups. Now, I know we don't have a 1,000 members today, amen? And I'm not going to limit God to saying we're going to have 10,000 members. Why limit God? He's limitless. It says, I have not seen Neither ear heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for you. Amen? We're not going to limit God and what, what he can and what he will do. Amen? Now we're going to go to the next R. Y'all ready? The next R is re-assure. Oh, wait. I got to write this right, right? Matter of fact, 
Yeah, if y'all don't mind, I'm gonna bring the paper with me. Three. Uh, sure. Uh, I might put too many E's, too many S's, too many A's. Reassure. Amen? Y'all got it? Can y'all read my reassure? We got to get the reads together. Amen? After we go through things in life, after we come together, we got to reassure one another that somebody cares about you. Amen? Somebody cares about you. How about, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody been Christian for a long time? I've been Christian for a long time. Really have. Seemed like I've been Christian, then walked away, been Christian again, walked away. And you say, walked away to what? To this world? To this world? I wasn't, you know, now some people call me minister. Uh, one time in my life, a judge called me a menace to society. Amen? So I'm, when I tell you I walked away, I was like way down the road. <laughs> so... So uh, you, need to be re- you need to reassure people that everything's going to be all right. Amen? And once a person can see that they can get that reassurance from you and your life group, then they'll be more apt to share the reassurance with someone else. Amen? We got to make disciples that do what? Make disciples. We're not doing this for ourselves. Amen? Yes. Hold on one second, please. We got a podcast and it's hot. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna we gonna get there. I'm gonna get to the word. He said, straighten out and get to the word. <laughs> we got one Isaiah 43 and two. It says, "When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you." Isaiah 43 and two. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. We We need reassurance at times. Amen? It says, I will keep my eyes on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. That's Psalms 16 and 8. Psalms 16 and 8. And if anybody wants a copy of the notes for these Four R's, I got them, all right? They ain't not in a good order right now. I'll put them in better order, print them out, and email them to you. But the scripture references I have are, are numerous, far too numerous for me to share them all, all right? Because uh, I got a problem with that, yes? I thought you was going to say something. See, I was seeing through that mask. She was saying something. She got shy now. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Amen? <laughs> Reassure. And also, uh, Romans 15 and 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy, peace, and trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the power of the Holy Spirit. People need to be reassured that everything is going to be all right. I got to share this quick testimony, right? When I was a young man, and I was in the world, and we'd go at work, and at work they would cook. This is you know, back in the day. My family from Louisiana, it's my uncles and all. They would cook. We would be in the in the in the big garage or shop. And they have pot in the middle. Sometimes be some pig ears in there, stuff like that. There, I tell them, don't give me the whole ear on the bread. That that's, that's not right. Cut it up. Cut it up. I don't want to eat what it look like. Amen. So I thought about that. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> so we're sitting around, and in the world, they're selling uh, selling. They're sharing like. They said, you know what, Rob, when you get a wife, a wife is good for one good lie. Oh, man, this guy is rough. This is rough. You know, I don't think I want a wife. I don't want to lie to me about nothing, right? I said, no, 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 no. A good wife is good for one good lie. So now I'm waiting. You know what I mean? They, they know how to get you going just like I got you right now. <laughs> they had me going. And said, what's that? She said, when everything is falling apart, when you don't see your way out, your wife is the one that's telling you everything's going to be all right. You know she's crazy, but when she tells you that, for some reason, you kind of believe it. Everything is going to be all right because you don't see no way out. There's no hope. There's no solution. At time, you don't even have faith. But when someone tells you everything is going, and that's the reassurance that we need, amen, that everything is going to be all right. Praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
I'm, tell, I'm trying to tell y'all. And, and here's the power of life group. It's, man, this is, this, is, this, this is only God. I, was, I left Wednesday to go check on my uncle. And <clears throat> he died when I got there. He was sick. And when we got there, he was pulling up. He was flying down the highway. And Lord, forgive me for how fast I was going. I was trying to get there, right? And we pull up on the street. And he lives in Ohio in, in the rural section. I guess the rural section. So the road is dark. Only thing I seen was flashing lights. I was like, man, the ambulance beat me. He passed. Let me tell you this much. My life group family was texting me. My life group family was praying for me. My life group family was reassuring me everything's going to be all right. Brother B didn't think I was going to be here today. I seen him text the whole group. We're going to be shorthanding today. Minister Lyons, he's going to be out. He didn't know I was coming anyway. Amen. Praise God. I didn't want to miss the life group. <laughs> Amen. I didn't want to miss the life group. I get back on the highway to go back for the funeral. My uncle knew the Lord. I'm good. Amen. My uncle on his last day that he spoke was three days before he passed. He said, it's in God's hands now, Rob. I'm good. I said, wow, praise God. Praise God. So somebody told me when they said, uh, did you get there? Did you make it there? I said, yeah, I made it there, but it was 10 minutes after he passed. I said, oh, sorry. I didn't miss anything. I know where my uncle's going. I didn't have to see him in his last suffering minutes to know he all right. Amen. And I didn't go there to make me all right. Amen. But when I pulled up there, that's when all the family, all his kids and his God kids and all the church, everybody was pulling up. Everybody was grieving. So we was able to pray, to hold one another, to help one another, to reassure one another that everything's going to be all right. Amen. Look how good God is. I mean, God is good, man. Look, I was talking to this guy this morning, right? He's a nut. But he says, let the power of your praise match the prayers, match your praise. I'm talking to my brother Tim. <laughs> he said, let the power of your prayers match your praise. Amen. If you, and, 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 and I thought about that thing. I said, that's amazing. And we ended up talking about Paul and Silas, right? Where is that? An Acts, right? We ended up talking about Paul and Silas and how Paul and Silas, when they was in jail, in the inner parts of the jail, in chains. How are you going to be in the hole in chains too? They, it was rough. And guess what they did? They sang praises to God and hymns. They prayed so much until the jail doors opened up. They prayed so much until the doors, just the chains fell off. Amen? They prayed so much until the, the, guy, the, the guard of the jail was ready to kill himself because he knew everything was going to go wrong. And what, and what did he say? Hold up. We are all here. Do thyself no harm. Even the jailer got saved and his family. So although, even though you're going through a storm, we can reassure one, one another, everything is going to be all right. Let your prayers match your praise. You ain't got to just praise God when things are going right. You ain't got to just praise God when everything is good. You can praise God in the bad things. It says, all things work together for good for them that love God, called according to his purpose. In Romans 8 and 28. Amen? All things, even the bad things that's not good to you, are good for you. You'll grow from it. You'll learn from it. You'll get a testimony when you pass the test. Amen? You get a testimony. Some, some, some people say, oh, I'm always going through. See, like I'm always going through. Well, guess what? You got to go through it. You can't avoid going through it. God still got a purpose for your life. He got a purpose for the test. But you got to go through the test so that God can bless you on the other side. Amen? When the Israelites went, 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 went through the river, if they had stayed on the one side complaining, they'll never, st- they'll never see what Moses said. He said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. When they saw no salvation, when they saw no hope, when there was water in front of them and the army behind them, he said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. They didn't have anything to hold on to right there except for the word. Amen? Come on, now that turns into your testimony. He took the microphone. That turns into your testimony. Amen? That's a, that, and, 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 and look at the word testimony. You didn't pass what? You didn't went through what? So a test had to come to you. Amen? 
That's how powerful it is. And we got to reassure people, letting them know every, everything is going to be all right. Now we're about to get to the power. Amen? Because <clears throat> we're still kind of going over the purpose. I did give you scripture references for reassure, right? Okay. I can get caught up at times. I'm sorry. I get caught up. I got to come back. That's what I need notes for. I get caught up. I can preach that thing. Respond. <clears throat> there you go. Respond to the next R. Now I want to do too. I want you guys to understand this. Boom, 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 boom. Reach, restore, reassure. And once you reassure people, you got to respond. You got to respond to people's real needs that's shared through personal connections and community. Respond to real needs. Philippians 4 and 19 says, Be my, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen? He will supply all your needs. And sometimes the needs of someone are met by your response. Amen? By your response. And I know when I, when I go there and talk about the needs someone met by your response, you're probably thinking, okay, what, so, what, so what do I got to do? I got to take somebody some food? You probably do. <clears throat> right? Or... Or, or do I got to point someone in, in, in the right direction when they get lost? You probably do. Amen? Or maybe in a reassuring part, your testimony that you shared was the response that they needed. Amen? I'll be, what is, you know, we read there, it says, even though you go through the fire, you will not be burned. Amen? Wasn't that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? They went in the fire. And they weren't, it says that not even a hair was singed. Their clothes didn't smell like smoke. But let me tell you what happened, though. What happened? The king that threw them in there, what happened to his greatest men? They back, they got burned up. Word of God says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Amen? I know you're probably saying, well, maybe I'm not a prophet. Do you read his word? Have you ever read his word out loud? That's prophetic in itself. All prophecy comes from the word of God. I'm not telling you got a gift of prophecy. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's prophetic. Amen? All prophecy comes from the word of God. All. Even if somebody tell what God told me to tell you, if it don't line up with the word of God, you can tell them to get to stepping because he ain't told me none of that. Amen? A lot of people got a lot of stuff to say. But the word of God is the only thing that you can stand on. Amen? So... We got to respond. We got to respond. In uh, Matthew 6 and 25, it says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, for what ye shall eat, what ye shall drink, nor for what your body ye shall put on. It is not the, is not the life more than the meat. It is not the body more than raiment. You don't have to worry about what, what you have need of. God's going to take care of your needs. When he needs you to respond, he needs you to respond. Amen? Uh, anybody ever experienced overflow? Like God didn't give you more than you needed. Amen. Somebody done brought something over your house. We get all the time. Why did I say we get all the time? We know a pastor who has an outreach ministry in Jersey, and everything he has left over, he brings to our house and dumps his stuff on us. And we call everybody in the neighborhood and say, we got some stuff. Amen. It ain't for us to stick it in the freezer. I ain't got enough room in the freezer. Amen. And I'm not going to go buy another freezer. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Tina here. She might want to be in. <laughs> not going to buy another freezer. It's, you know what? When, when God bless, he blesses us, the overflow is to bless others. It's to bless others. It's not to fill up your storehouse. Amen? God's going to take care of your storehouse. I'm not telling you don't be no fool. If you need, if you need to prepare for your retirement, you talk to the elder, he'll get you straight. <laughs> Amen? He'll get you straight. He'll get you straight. Uh, I want us to go to, uh, <clears throat> somebody turn to the book of Acts, chapter 2. This is where we're going to see the power. We're going to see the power. And, and I want somebody to read, too. So if, if you want to read, raise your hand. Acts chapter 2, it's only two verses. I'm not going to read you, have you read the whole book. Acts chapter 2, verse 46 uh, and 47. Somebody got it, <clears throat> say amen or raise your hand so we can get a microphone to you. Chapter 
Acts chapter 2, verse 46 and 47. So continually daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Amen. Amen. It says there was breaking bread house to house. What does breaking bread mean? Fellowship. Fellowship. Literally, it means actually eating, right? Let me tell you something. <clears throat> you kind of like don't, you don't fellowship, you don't eat with people you're not fellowshipping with. So you fellowship together. You come together. You come together in love, singleness of heart, amen, with a purpose, amen, with a purpose. Here, I'm trying not to get it because this is, I'm trying not to miss it, I mean, I want you to get it. And it says they added to the church how? Daily. Did it say that the pastor added to the church daily? No, it's on you. Yes, it's on us. It's on us. The pastor is the teacher to prepare us for the work. Amen? He's doing his work to prepare us for the work of sharing the gospel, prepare us for the work of helping edify one another, prepare us for the work of building one another up with power. Amen? With power. So, you see, as, as we say in life groups, we're doing life together. Amen? We're doing life together. And guess what? Is there anyone that's, that's not a part of a one, one of our life groups? Anybody? Oh, praise God. We got to get, I'm, I'm get your name and number. No, I'm joking. We are going to <laughs> get in touch with you. I'm not joking. We have such a good time. Most, matter of fact, most of our life group is here. Most people in here is from our life group. Amen? There you go. See? 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 They must have heard I was teaching. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But someone read 46 and 47. You already read it. So a life group <clears throat> within the church is intentional gathering of people. Normally, it's like three to, three to 12 people regularly meeting. And they come. The power is in the purpose of coming together. All right? Because you build one another up. You listen to one another. You pray with one another. Guess what? You can go to church all your life, and someone will come up and say, yeah, I've been going to that church 20 years. They say, I never knew you. That's the reason for that. You guys, outside of Sunday, you don't see nobody. Monday, we need to see somebody. Amen? Why, you say? Why you need to see somebody Monday from church? Huh? So when Billy D walked by, you, get, you need somebody to help you with your temptation. You need somebody to talk to you, show you what to say. I said Billy D because I'm looking at certain women. Amen? Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said Billy D with purpose. You got to have purpose with what you're doing. Amen? Uh, in the Old Testament, we're going to show a biblical foundation of life groups. Amen? And open up your book, your Bible, to Genesis. In Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the Hebrew language, and, I don't, and let, me, let me be honest, I don't normally go back Hebrew, Aramaic, or uh, Greek, because I really only speak fluently English. But here it's important <laughs> to go back to the Hebrew language here. Amen. In the Hebrew language, that word God there is Elohim, which is plural, and it's talking about the Godhead. Amen? See, when God created the heavens and the earth, and then when he came down to create man, he said what? Let us make man in our image. Amen? So he was a life group within itself. God is a life group within itself. And, 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 then, and then after he created Adam and he created all the animals and and, and, and what did he say about Adam? He said it's not good that for man to be alone. Amen? He created a helpmate for him. Amen? We need to fellowship one with another. We need to love one another. Yeah, amen? We need to hurt one with another. Bear one another burdens, it says, to, 
The strong shall bear the burdens of the who? The weak. You can't do that by yourself. That's power in a life group. That's power in coming together. We may name it life group. It's just fellowshipping outside of morning worship. Amen? It's just fellowshipping outside of morning worship. Let me tell you all something. Anybody ever been to a birthday party? You ever had one as an adult? Anybody have a birthday party as an adult? Well, <clears throat> I, no, I'm, I'm telling a lie. In my BC days, I had them in the bars because I, I, I kind of owned the bar. But prior to that, and that was about making money. It had nothing to do with my birthday, to be honest with you. It wasn't until I met a certain woman, my sweet tea. I get that right. Until <laughs> I met a woman that I had a birthday party every year. I, didn't, I couldn't believe how much we celebrate birthdays. Amen? And, and for us, the birthdays started in the summertime. Summertime was truly, see, I'm, I got to be honest with you. You know, I'm a man. So when I look at the summertime, the, and I know all of our birthdays are in the summer, right? From my mom to T's mom to our kids well, actually, my mom's not technically in the summer. It's May 31st, which is summer to us. That's when the summer starts, right? And mine's is June 19th. The kids and T's is 4th of July. The kids are in August. And her mom's September 11th. I mean, September 9th. Now, now here's what I got to say. My whole thought of the summertime is that it's really expensive. <laughs> That's how I see it. I said, man, I got to come up with this money for this and this, and this, because T like to celebrate this. She's a party animal, but we do it in the name of the Lord. This and this. When you come to our house, you're going to have a good time. You're going to be tired when you leave. You're going to be full when you leave. And I have people say something to me that, that you don't necessarily, necessarily hear all the time because they ain't been to my house. They say, man, and we didn't even have anything to drink. Hey, that's how good the Holy Spirit is. Amen. You can leave my house full, tired, and people can fall asleep at our house. Sleep. We got to wake them up. Time to go. Amen? Actually, no, I got to be honest. I don't say time to go. If you've been to my house, we have something going on. When I get tired, I go upstairs and go to bed. T and mom and all them, they be telling you it's time to go. I got to get my sleep. Amen? I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning every day, even on Sundays. I don't understand it. But it's good. It's good. Uh, <clears throat> the nation of Israel existed in separate small groups. In Deuteronomy 7, 6 and 8, it says, they was chosen by a large group of number and few, and God loved them. So in other words, there was nations. Then, then first, no, there is the body of Israel, amen? Then there's the 12 nations. Then there's the individual families, amen? Even Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ called out the 12, right? His small group, his life group. Amen? And guess what? Sometimes it got smaller than that. Jesus Christ called his, 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 his chosen two. Y'all come with me. I got some stuff to do. Amen? And, he, and, and they got a chance to see, to see the Lord transform, the transfiguration. Amen? And, and, and see, it, it, the importance of is that the only time Jesus kind of did things by himself was when he had to pray to the Lord for renewing his strength. Amen? But prior to that, he was building up. He just happened to be God. We all need somebody, amen? We all need somebody. Even when we need to be built up, we need to build up one another. We need to come together to build one another up, amen? So there's, there's purpose to it. There's purpose to it in the New Testament and the Old Testament. Go to Ephesians chapter 5. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 5. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Somebody got Ephesians chapter 5? Verses 1 and 2. Chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. <clears throat> Stand fast before the Therefore, in liberty, by which Christ Hold has on. made us free. 
Ephesians chapter 5. Sister Val, get him straight for me. My bag. <laughs> Therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ has also loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. Amen. As dear children, give of yourself. Amen. We got to come together. We got to walk in love just like Christ did. Amen. We got to come together as dear children, followers like dear children, walking in love as Christ has loved us and giving himself as an offering sacrifice. Amen. You got to be a living sacrifice. Amen. It ain't nothing wrong with giving of yourself for the Lord to build up one another, edifying one another, because in the end time, here's the, uh, uh, the power of the purpose of, of God in this life group. The power is at times when you're feeling down and low and you got a life group member that you can call, when you're feeling down and low and, 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 and Sister T is sending out a text, she will text you to no end. If she gets your email, she's sending out emails. Amen. She, I mean, she on point. She asked me, did you read the email? I said, which one? All five of them? Six of them? Seven of them? Amen. I don't get to read them all the time. Well, I said, you know, I tell her, I said, if you, if you call me and talk to me, I can talk to you because I'm operating equipment. So I can talk on the Bluetooth, but I can't text. Amen? So if you all get a chance to talk to my wife for it, just tell her, just give me a call sometime. No, I'm joking. I'm, jo I'm not joking, but if you all tell her that, that'll help me out. Amen? So it's time for us to come together. The power, the power of the life group is this. <clears throat> is that not only will we experience the effects of having someone to talk to or having someone to share with, we open up the door for someone to have somewhere to go themselves. When you open up your heart, when you share your testimony, when you get transparent with someone else, it opens them up to say, wow, I got somebody there for me. Amen? So they don't try, if you don't tell nobody your dirt, don't tell everybody your dirt. But if you don't tell somebody your dirt, they're not going to trust you with their dirt. Amen? And I'm saying, why are you talking about dirt or bones in the clouds? Because those are the things that hamper you. Those are the things that make you hide. Those are the things that make you stand alone and you don't have to be. And the power of the life group is opens you up so that you can share. Get that stuff off you. If you need some, uh, some therapy, life group ain't going to give you therapy, but we're going to show you where the therapist is at. Amen? We can point you in the right direction. I can tell you personally that therapy works. Me and my whole family had to get therapy. When I met my wife, I told her, guess what? I'm, I got to share this, and then, and then it's over because it's getting late. When I met my wife, I kind of liked her. I liked her a lot, actually. I ain't tell her. You got you know, to be a man about it. I ain't tell her nothing. I met her in, in Grace Bible Institute Bible School, right? I seen her. She was smiling, giggling at me. I said, I, I see you. But see, <laughs> here's the point. Here's the point I'm making. I didn't say two words to her the whole first semester, other than hello. Reason being, I came there for a purpose. I didn't want a woman to get in the way. Amen? And then, and then when we finally did go, I said, you know, would you like to study? She was like, you know, we were studying for the final. She said, okay. I said, okay, meet me at my, at my church. Let me give you the address. Right? She met me at my church, and I had a chaperone with me. My brother Terry. I said, Terry, come with me. This lady meet me at the church, man. I don't know her like that. I kind of like her. Come with me. And all this went down like that. So at first, she thought that, you know, maybe something was wrong with me, thought I was married, something like that, because I didn't show her no attention. I just didn't want to get in the way. Now, when I found out later on, months later, that I, I kind of really, I, you know, really cared about it, really dig her, you know what I mean, honestly? I said, look, I know how to mess this up. She said, what you talking about? I said, let's go find out. The pastor can offer some relationship counseling. She said, what is that? I said, I don't know, but I know we need it, or I needed it. See? Amen? So when I'm, and, and I say all that to say this. When you come together on stuff and you recognize that you need help and someone, like I just shared that story, you may say, well, man, maybe I need some counseling, huh? It's important. Everybody needs a little bit of help. That's why I can say we're still together 20 years later. I ain't never been with nobody that long. I tell, <laughs> I tell you the truth. I was bad at relationships. My counseling that I got from just relationship counseling and then we got marriage counseling, then we got marriage counseling again. Because I had to try to get it right. No, because she had a pastor. I had a pastor. Everybody wanted to, you know, you know, want to get in on it. So we got, we got a whole lot of counseling. I still use it today. I use the counseling I got back then to counsel other people today. 
So simple. Oh, she just came in. All right, it's time for us to close up. Anybody got any, <laughs> anybody got any questions? I didn't, oh, man, I didn't get to the life part. But, but we got to stop. Maybe they'll give me another time. Or if you come to our life group, we have a life. Tia, we have a life group today? Somebody tell me. If you, you want to come to our life group today, just let just, just tease back there, the curly hair. She got light, right, white pants on, hair, black mask. She right there. She'll give you the address, phone number, all that stuff. Come to our life group today. I don't know. She told me we ain't going to have a whole bunch of food. I'm going to order some food. Don't worry about that. But we're going to have life group today. Then we can uh, go over to L-I-F-E, the life. All right. I'm sorry, y'all. I got caught up. Uh, any questions? Yes. Don't forget to give you the notes. Right. Right. Great, because this way I can give the notes on, on life too. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have. We're gonna prepare. Does T have your email? Everybody. If you don't have email, don't worry about it. I print it out as well. But I can give you the notes on the four R's and the life. Oh, <laughs> I'm not trying. No, 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 no. That guy. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. And tell your life group the truth. You've been in my life group. Come on now. Let's go praise God and shame the devil. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Come on, praise God. Let's, let's, oh, any, any, any questions before we close? There's, can you raise your hand, T? So if anybody want to go to the life group today, you can talk to her. You can have a life group. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Never been said to me before. Amen. Things that I've missed. So uh, these life groups are really educational. Amen. Um, yes. Let let him bring the microphone. Yes. When are we going to have you back as our teacher? Please. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's really not up to me. That's up to pastor. And we got so many great teachers, and they're lined up. They're lined up. But check this out. I teach. We teach at Life Group. You, uh, you, our Life Group is not on the same day. So you okay. can come to our Life Group and go to your Life Group, too. Okay, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Me and my wife teach together. We have a great time Life Group. All right? <laughs> Any other questions? Yes. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Any other questions? Any other comments? All right, we're going to close out in prayer. Father God, we thank you for the wonderful time we had here this morning, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for all those that came out this morning. Father God, we pray that, that you use me.